0: Right back here at J Tom Lawlerink. The score after two is Merrimack Nothing, Yukon Nothing. Stretch 12 1228 in that second period, 12 minutes 28 seconds, where we didn't have a whistle. A very, very fast movie. The second period. I'm Mike Macnick with John Leahy. Second intermission brought to you by Merrimack Grad School. At Merrimack, you can earn your master's degree in as little as one year. Choose from graduate programs in business, education, engineering, health sciences, criminology, and so much more. Visit Merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. Mike McMahon is with us. The back call and Talking News, and the Eagle Tribune as well. Uh, Mike, that stretch there 12 minutes and 28 seconds that took us down to the three minute mark. I mean, it was at the three minute mark that they had to finally come out and do the ice maintenance that was supposed to happen at the 10 minute mark. Have you ever seen anything like that anywhere? Not that long, no. Yeah, no, it's been a while. I mean,
1: that was a long, long time. And, uh, you would think that at some point just the flow of the game would have led to an offside call or goalie cover the puck or something, but yeah, uh, that
0: had to have been. Yeah. One, one of one them not maybe the longest stretch, but it was receipt Shots in the game, 30 to eight through two periods. It was 15-1 Merrimack, 15-7 uh, in the second period. So again, they got chances. Uh, they had good chances in the first period. Certainly, uh, the play in which Trace Hennig Hennig threw a penalty, uh, two shots and then am going off the pipe on that play. And then uh, later on in the power play, they had a couple of chances, didn't score. Uh, second period, uh, you know, a lot more of the same, although a little bit more even in that you. Conn was able to get a few chances here or there, but uh, Adam Huska really has been the star of the game tonight. Absolutely. I know Merrimack has controlled this game territorially, and they've done
1: everything but score. Uh, really, they, they've done everything right except score, so, uh, and, and Huska's been the difference. He's absolutely been the difference. He made a couple of saves on a two-on-one in the first period on, on a... On a, on a play where Merrimack ended up getting a power play on that first part, or the first penalty in the game, the interference call down here to the, the left hand side. I still don't know how the puck stayed out. Uh, and then there, he's made a couple of others too. that's point blank. Uh, a couple of looping Larsen where he's just been right on top of the
0: crease. So uh, he's he's been a difference maker. There's no question. UConn's had trouble scoring. They were shut out two games after the break. Scored two goals last Friday, but uh, ended up losing the game in overtime to Merrimack. Now they come here a week later in a rematch with the Warriors, and they've only got eight shots on goal through two periods, uh, I mean, what does the mindset have to be there? Yeah, that's going
1: to be frustrating, because not only they are they score, I mean, not scoring goals, like you said, but uh, to have eight shots for two periods, I mean, you're not even really putting yourself in position to score goals, you're not even put your, you're not putting yourself in the position to maybe even get a goal, so uh, it's it's amazing how, it, it, it's this, other teams in the league haven't been immune to this, but there's been a, a few teams in the league, actually, uh, more like maybe two thirds, where the offense has just come and gone this year, we've seen it even with like BU. You know, they've had nights where they've been shut out. They've had, they've had nights where they've come back and scored nine
0: uh, against UMass Lowell. So we've talked about it with this Merrimack team, too. The joke has been you score one or you score four. and uh, But you're saying that's been the norm more often than not around the league. Yeah, with the exception of maybe, you know, you know, Providence
1: hasn't been completely immune With They've had some stretches, but uh, they've been pretty consistent. Really, the one team that hasn't had an issue with it this year has been Northeastern. That's about it. Uh, everybody else has had some ups and downs. But for Oh, but it's, they're pretty cl- uh close second, I think. You know, they've had one little blip there in December where they had a, a pretty bad game against RIT. but For the most part, they've been pretty consistent. But other than that, uh, every
0: team has been hot and cold when it comes to wins and losses and scoring along with that. I think that probably, you know, that's a pretty good explanation right there as for why, you know, the big story for, uh, for Hockey East this year has been the fact that the league hasn't done as well non-league, especially against the NCHC and against the Big Ten. And, uh, you know, it's probably going to hurt them when it comes to tournament time. Uh, you know, the, 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 even the highest ranked teams in the pair-wise, Really that high, and you know, if the season ended today, I think there'd only be a couple that would make it. Um, but, but I think that's really what it comes down to, right? I mean, you look around the rest of the country. You look at the teams that are at the top of their leagues uh, around, you know, the, the other, the other, uh, the, the other leagues. Whether it's the NCHC, for example, or you know, Clarkson, for example, in the ECAC, and you know, you got teams there where, yeah, it's been more consistent. I mean, yeah. it, it seems to come down to that more often than not that you know the teams that are, are able to score the goals. And you look up, you look at. Hockey East, I think, and name Holby Baker candidates out of Hockey East this year. I don't think there were very many. Yeah, probably Adam
1: Gaudette is the one that jumps out, but other than that... Yeah. Uh, like I said, there's not many. I, I agree. Right? I mean, there's no question about it. This year, hockey is just not the best league in the country. Uh, it's usually up there, and, and uh, you know, a lot of people that follow the league consider it one of the best leagues in the country. And, and year in and year out, it usually it's not this year. Uh, I think the NCAA is a better league. I even think the ECA is a better league. So, uh, and, and the non-conference records bear that out. This would be a year where, if you're looking right now, there's so many. There's so few non-conference games left for, for now at this point. I mean, it's basically conference games from here on out for most teams they're not going to have a lot of time or there's not a lot of chances for them to, as a league to make up room in, in the non-conference records and that's going to hurt them in the playoffs. I'd be surprised, honestly, if Hockey East gets more than three teams in. I think the last time they got three teams in, ironically, was 2011, the year the Merrimack made it. There were three teams in that year. Uh, I think this is another year similar to that where Uh, You'll probably... I mean, Northeastern is is looking pretty good. Uh, There's some other teams as well, but this might be a year where they get three, and and that's it.
0: You know, given what we've talked about with regard to offense, and it comes and goes, and there are nights like tonight where, you know, if you're Merrimack and the pucks aren't going in, you know, I I mean, we've seen from time to time that... um, Mark Denny, he's made that move where he's put Semi Tavernier up on the line with Hennig and Sini, and it seems like, you know, again, it's the, uh, the all-eggs-in-one-basket theory. And, I mean, is it the kind of thing where you say okay, uh, <laughs> you know, when it's one of these nights like this, that's the time to do it. we really got to do something because maybe that's going to be the difference and we're going to get a win by doing it versus maybe not.
1: Yeah, I, I'd, I'd be fine with it. I think you'd rather one line that can score than none. Uh, so on a night where you're struggling to score goals, uh, you put those three guys together. I mean, they're they're the three best offensive forwards right now. There's no question about it. So uh, I'd have no issue at all with them just loading up. I think they did that towards the end of last year too. If you remember, they had uh, uh, senior with Tavern and in Gustafson. I think they went to that line around this time of year. It was that BU game here, I think, on a Tuesday night was the first time I remember seeing it, uh, where they just kind of loaded up the top two lines, especially the top line, and rode that winning what, eight out of their next ten, I think it was. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing them do something like that. I think at some point you'd rather at least one line that you know you can throw over the boards that can score anytime they're out there. Uh, and, and that's not to suggest that the other lines can. I just think that the other lines are probably... Right now, none of them can. Well, it's 0-0. So. Exactly, yeah. And I think that the other lines, probably from a personnel standpoint, are, are, are better defensive checking lines than they would be scoring lines anyway. Mike, we are got to get your thoughts. Uh, Patriots Tennessee tomorrow. Who do you like? Uh, I don't see the Patriots losing this game at home, not to Tennessee. Uh, I think <laughs> we'll, we'll see if they end up with Pittsburgh. That's that's the toughest draw, but I don't I don't see them losing tomorrow.
0: Uh, Carl Stolver makes the Olympic team, the Canadian Olympic team. Uh... Are we going to see him out on the ice? Is he going to play for that Canadian team, first of all? And second of all, I know you were looking to see anybody else from, from Merrimack ever make it to the Olympic team. I'm trying to think. Maybe one of these other countries that, uh, yeah. uh, you, you know, that uh, whether it was Italy or something like that, sometimes a guy in you know, a dual citizenship or something, you yeah. um, know, going way back, maybe a guy like, I don't know, I'm trying to think. I get the salad for Possibly, I don't know. Have you been able to do any research on that yet or anything? Or, you know, does it look like story's is the only one? And, uh, uh, and, and, and again, you know, where does he fall on the depth chart? Yeah, I haven't found any but any other
1: Olympic players. I, I found a couple of guys like that that have played for countries in the World Championships, uh, but nobody that's played on an Olympic roster. So I believe, I believe that he's the first Olympian from the school. Now, who knows? There could have that, been somebody. So, before. do you think that's the first Olympian at all, not just Olympic hockey player? I would imagine he's the first Olympian overall. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head of anybody else. So I, I would imagine he's the first Olympian yeah, overall. First. Although Carly Mascaro, who's a, a track athlete here, could could end up doing that yeah. at some point too. Uh, but yeah, I think I think he's probably the first. And uh, where he falls in the depth chart, I mean, we'll see. I know there's been some talk that obviously Kale McCarr at UMass was uh, somebody who declined a spot. And, uh, I think that that is in that conversation, he's probably not one of the top defensemen. Uh, I was looking today; they got a lot of guys with NHL experience. He has some too, uh, but I think he's he's probably. Gonna, I would imagine he'd get some action. He's played in uh, two or three pre tournament or pre Olympic tournaments for them, so that, that's a good sign.
0: All right, thanks a lot, Mike. We certainly appreciate your time. Uh, folks, check out his work, the macroport.com, College Hockey News, and also the Eagle Tribune. All right, appreciate it, Mike, and uh, enjoy the game tomorrow night, Patriots game, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, thanks. All right, that's Mike McMahon. The score here is Merrimack nothing, UConn nothing. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.